0: It's timely, it's insightful, it's motivating, it's empowering. It's Time with Fred, your inspirational broadcast with host Fred Gaddy. Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Time with Fred podcast. This is a podcast that challenges paradigms and mindsets that hold us back. Before we get started today, I want to share some great news. The Time with Fred podcast has reached 1000 downloads. That's right, 1,000 downloads, and that is because of you. So I want to take a moment just to say thank you. Thank you especially to you, our listeners. We couldn't have made it this far without you. In the words of Aristotle, anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person, and to the right degree, and at the right time, and for the right purpose, and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power, and it's not easy." How true! In this episode of the Time with Fred podcast, I want to share a lesson on the topic, Managing Emotions. This is one of my favorite topics that I've presented in a number of settings. I've presented this in a public seminar, to organizations, to religious groups, and educational institutions. The feedback I always receive after presenting on managing emotions is overwhelmingly positive perhaps because this topic of emotions is one that we all struggle with. So let's get right into it. Emotions are one of the most powerful forces in our lives because they rule everything we do with utmost superiority. They help us respond quickly to external stimuli. They are an intrinsic part of our DNA and they dictate our thoughts our intentions and actions i remember one beautiful summer afternoon my family and i decided to go see a movie and so we we set out the weather was great we got to the uh movie theater with time to spare so we decided to get some popcorn and some and some drinks which is typically something we don't do because we just get right into it but on this day you know we we wanted to do that splurge a little bit and so we Went to the confectionery stand, got some popcorn, handed it over to her daughter, and then as we were walking into the theater, getting ready to take our seats, our daughter accidentally tripped and dropped that whole bucket of popcorn on the floor. You can imagine the embarrassment. You know, people turning around and staring at us and wondering what has happened. And needless to say, that our daughter was very disappointed. She was feeling very bad about it. Rather than me doing the natural thing, which was to to scold and, and to ask what happened, I held myself back. I took control of my emotions. We helped her clean up. I reached into my wallet and I gave her another $10 bill and I said, go get you another bucket of popcorn. And she looked at me surprised that I would do that considering the fact that she just dropped this bucket of popcorn I said, sure, go ahead. It was just an accident, go get yourself another bucket of popcorn. And so she hesitatingly took the money from me, went out, and the lady at the stand saw that disappointing look on her face, asked her what happened, and she told her what happened, and this lady decided to give her another bucket of popcorn for free. And so she came back to the movie theater and said, Dad, she did not even charge me for the extra bucket of popcorn. I wondered what would have happened if I'd lost my cool when she dropped the bucket of popcorn. If I'd scolded her for being careless and, and, and all of that, I wondered how that would have impacted her today. But I was so happy that I won my emotional battle over a popcorn. I wonder how many parents or how many people would have lost it just because the kids dropped a bucket of popcorn in the movie theater on the floor. Whether it's the reaction when someone abruptly cuts in front of us in traffic or when a child plucks our nerves or disappoints us in ways or or someone says something mean to us that we were not expecting. See the reason we're always at war with our emotions because in our brain the limbic part or the part of our brain that responds quickly is sometimes incongruent with the neocortex, the part of our brain that processes The information also called them the thinking brain. See, this makes it challenging for most people to take control of their emotions. On June 19, 1992, a Chinese-American man named Vincent Chin went with friends to a club in Detroit to celebrate his upcoming wedding. That night, two men who apparently thought Chin was Japanese beat him to death. See, Chin was born in China and grew up in Detroit with his adoptive Chinese-American parents. By the summer of 1982, Chin was 27 years old and working in computer graphics in his hometown, once known as an automotive manufacturing capital. And this industry happened to be in decline. Many U.S. auto workers blamed this decline on Japanese car manufacturers. On the night Chin went out with his friends, a 43-year-old Chrysler foreman and his 22-year-old stepson who had lost his job at Chrysler were also at the club. According to testimony, a dispute started between a group of men. One person at the club later recalled the Chrysler foreman shouting at Shen, saying, It is because of you, bleep bleep, expletive expletive, that we're out of work. After the scuffle moved outside, the man grabbed a baseball bat from his car, And began chasing Chen, who ran away. He and his stepson then drove around for about 20 minutes looking for Chen, and when they found him, the son held Chen while the father pummeled him to death with a baseball bat. Chen unfortunately died in the hospital four days later from his injuries. This story is an example of many that we hear about people who just lose their emotions and go crazy acting out exactly what they feel. We may have a variety of reasons why something like this happened to Chin. We may think it was because of xenophobia. We may think it was because of hatred. We may think it was because of frustration. We may think it was because of anger and all right reasons. But at the root of all this is an inability to control the raging emotions inside of us. And stories like these, unfortunately, continue to happen today. See, my friends, it's not the fact that we experience these emotions that are the problem. It is the fact that we do not manage them well. It is not what happens to us that matter. It is how we respond. And so how you respond to emotions, my friends, makes all the difference. So when it comes to managing emotions, there are two ways we deal with our emotions. Number one is a reaction. We react based on how we feel. And the second way we deal with our emotions is what I call the EQ response. And these are intentional behaviors that we construct. Reactions should never govern our response. There are some misconceptions also that a lot of us hold about emotions. One one old school of thought believes that by denying your emotions you make them go away. This couldn't be further from the truth. The truth is that these emotions leak elsewhere to form other destructive behaviors that surface later. There are three types of emotional states that I want to talk about and I want you to ask yourself as you're listening. Where do you fit? The first emotional state Is the awareness state and this is being aware of your emotional state and taking the right actions. Self-awareness is one of the key ways to manage your emotions. The second emotional state is the acceptance state and this is understanding your emotional state and accepting it for what it is. This is what we hear people talk about when they say it is what it is, I am what I am, What you see is what you get. Take it or leave, right? While it's true, while I do understand that there has to be a certain level of honesty, just accepting things for what they are and choosing not to do anything about it is not ideal. You see, it's one thing accepting, or it's one thing knowing what emotional state you're in, but it's also important for you to choose the right behaviors to address them. The third emotional state is the apathy state. And this is far more dangerous because it's a state of not knowing what emotional state you're in, yet not caring about it. People who are in this types of emotional states are live in oblivion. They really don't care, they have no clue what emotional states they're in, and so whatever comes to mind is exactly what they do. They have no self-control. So ask yourself, are you one in the awareness state, being self-aware of your emotional state, and knowing how to take actions? Or do you find yourself in the acceptance state, understanding what your emotional state is, yet accepting it for what it is? It is what it is, right? These are the people who say, it is what it is, take it or leave it. Or are you in that apathy state, not knowing what emotional state you're in, and yet not caring about it? Self-awareness, again, my friends, is the most important step Or the key step in managing emotions. The keys to self-awareness here is number one for you to know yourself. To that own self be true, right? That's what the famous quote says, know yourself. Second step there is to know your feelings because if you know your feelings, if you know how you feel about certain things, it helps you keep a pulse on those feelings. The third step there is to know how others perceive you. And someone might ask, you know, why, why do the opinions of other people matter? See this is important because perception as a angles is reality, right? It's important for us to get an objective feedback or objective view of how we are perceived by others, especially if you're the leader, if you're a leader in the workplace. The corporate place calls this 360-degree coaching. It's important to get feedback from others on how you're perceived, how your actions impact others. So know how others perceive you. The fourth state there is for you to know how you respond. In one of my public seminars, one of the attendees told me that she tends to uh, she she tends to give in to road rage when she's behind the steering wheel of the highway. And so before she even gets into the car she realizes that and she tells herself be mindful of how you drive today because you're about to get on the highway and that helps her keeps her emotions in check so know how you respond and the fifth state there is to know your attitude in every situation you see attitude as the saying goes is everything know your attitude know yourself know your feelings when you know your attitude, when you know how and what makes you take, it places you in a far advantageous position to be able to address those negative emotions. So let me let me go over this again. Number one, know yourself. Keys to self-awareness. Know yourself. Number one. Number two, know your feelings. Number three, know how others perceive you. Number four, know how you respond. And number five, know your attitude in every situation what are some of the factors that affect emotions i want to go over and these are these are these range from self-image to tiredness to hunger to imbalance to diet to relationships to medication to finances there are plethora of things that trigger emotions for us know what triggers your own emotions for me it's 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 tiredness right it's it's eating on time because when I tend to skip my meals I, I, I tend to get into the sour state and, and and I'm not the happiest person to be around anymore right so being aware of this helps ensure that I, I take that seriously making sure that I, that I eat on time making sure that I, I don't skip my lunches making sure that I take time in between my busy schedules to take care of myself So know the factors that affect your emotions. Is it your self-image? There are folks who are bothered by the self-image, they have a very self-image, and so that tends to affect or impact their emotional state. Some people don't do too well when they're tired, right? Some people, when they're hungry, and that's me, when I'm hungry, when I don't eat on time, when I skip meals, it tends to impact me emotionally. Some people, it could be imbalance, right? Hormonal imbalance. For some, it's diet, right? What kind of meals causes you to react in a certain way? Is it high-calorie diets? is it the sugar, is it the salt? Pay attention to the diet. For some, it's the relationships, right? And whether we like it or not, the people we interact with, they either impact us or we impact them. So be particularly mindful of the relationships that you find yourself in. For some, it is the medication that they take. And I want to be careful here, because I'm not a medical doctor, neither neither do I claim to be one, but if you're on any type of medication, and you realize that there are certain side effects that you experience, or it makes you act in a certain way that are not positive, or that are incongruent with your emotions, please speak with your doctor about those side effects. Okay, this is particularly important. Yes, medications can be life-saving, And I'm not asking anyone to throw away your medications, but pay attention. Be aware of how those medications make you feel. And if you realize that it's making you act in a way that's out of the ordinary, please speak with your doctor or medical professional about those medications. And also finances. Finances cause a lot of stress, right? In this particular era with the pandemic and the the joblessness and, and all of that. There's a lot of stress that comes with finances, and these stresses cause us to react negatively sometimes to emotions. So, finances pay attention, learn to manage your finances or go seek help. Whatever it is that triggers your emotions that make you behave or, or, or react negatively, pay attention to some of these factors and learn to manage them. I know it's easier said than done but it's far easier for you to try to take steps to manage them than ignore them altogether. I hope you're enjoying this lesson. I'm gonna be continuing with part two of Managing Emotions. If you have enjoyed this lesson or or you've not subscribed to our podcast, please take a moment now, subscribe to our podcast, uh, leave a positive review, share this with someone because this lesson can be life-changing. And also, if you haven't already done so, check out my new book, Believe, Dare, Become. It's out on Amazon. It's out on Barnes & Noble. It's out online. Everywhere books are sold. Believe, Dare, Become. Again, thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Time Fred Podcast. I trust that you've enjoyed this edition of Managing Our Emotions. We'll pick this back up next week with part two as we look at some of the practical ways to help us manage emotions. Again, until next time, stay well.